0: Welcome to Learned Lag, a podcast about yesterday's Learned League questions and answers. I'm Amanda.
1: And I'm George. Amanda and I are both in Zephyr Hey. This is season 29 for me and season 25 for Amanda.
0: And this is day 18 of season 97. Our first question asks for the name of a fascist party in Spain created in 1933 and then subsumed by the nationalist movement in 1937.
1: No idea. Nope. Uh... Studied the Spanish Civil War some, but not so much the political background of it Uh, So I recognized the the national movement as Franco's kind of combined party, but I did not know the various components of it So I figured well, maybe this is the one that he kind of bit the name from generally Maybe it was the National Front that kind of sounded familiar-ish
0: Yeah, I didn't have any idea about this I Figured it would be something in Spanish, which already uh, puts me at a disadvantage. And so I thought maybe it was just, you know, I know the word for country in Spanish is el país. Um, So I thought just maybe país would be the the party because it's about the country. So I having literally nothing else to put down. (laughs) That's what I went with.
1: And it was phalange. Okay, then. Probably not pronounced that way in Spanish, but.
0: I'm not sure. Um, I mean, I assume it relates to the fingers, like it's the. Probably. You know. You know the or phalanx. Of... Oh, probably more like that, yeah. Mm,
1: could be either. Yeah, anyway. Anyway. Question two asks us, what did a fuel injection system largely replace in internal combustion vehicles?
0: Uh, I figured this had to be the carburetor because I knew that that was part of the, um, the internal combustion apparatus, I guess, in previous cars. I was pretty sure it had been phased out. Um, well, no, I, was, I was very sure that it had been phased out. I, 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 could speak less to whether it does the task that's described in the question, but I, I, I thought it sounded about right. Um, I didn't really consider any other answers. Um, so I just thought, I'll go with carburetor,
1: and that was correct. Mm-hmm. I, I I just can, this is one of the few things I know about cars and how they operate is that the carburetor spun around the fuel and uh, turned it into a gas, mm. and then uh, it was replaced by the fuel injection system.
0: Okay, so. carburetor it was. Mm-hmm. Question three uh, asks us for the last name shared by two different, uh, I guess, 20th century photographers. Um, although I don't know that the first one is 20th century. It doesn't really say. Um, it describes the blue French work jacket that the one wore and the given name uh, coming from a Shakespeare reference of the other.
1: I did not know any of these three hints. Nope. Not a one. Uh... Nor I. Didn't, never read Cymbeline. Uh, don't know much about uh, 20th century photographers. I mean, I, I kind of know some of them, but not specifically. Like, I know that I think Diane Arbus is one, and mm-hmm. there was the other one that I'm forgetting now. And there was, uh, I think there was like a Dorothea Lang was like the, the one oh, in the depression. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that was kind of what I keyed in on was Dorothea Lang. And I also thought for some reason there was a Dorothea Turner. Hmm. Um, so I was kind of bouncing between Lang and Turner's period. Oh, is that a name for a New York times fashion photographer? Sure. Why not? Lang, Turner could be either of those.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so uh, finally, I just sort of landed on Lang and said, "Yeah, that makes sense. that That would be a name, and Dor and then Dorothea would be the, the uh, heroine of Cymbeline." Sure, yeah, that makes sense. That uh, seems like a name that he would use.
0: Oh. Okay, yeah, I um was very much grasping at straws for this one too, and I ended up going with Leibovitz as in Annie. That was the one I was thinking of. Okay, um, yeah. yeah, very, you know definitely a prolific 20th century photographer no idea if she was ever a member of this modernist collective or where she got that given name but i thought Anne or annie could be Mm -hmm. a plausible source of a you know a shakespeare name for pete's sake um and i had no idea about the other um you know the, the fashion photographer I I sort of think there might be like a David Leibovitz who is a photographer or in some other New York Times adjacent, I don't know, you know, uh, journalism or photography type field. Um, But I just thought Leibovitz, that's a, a name that I definitely know is the one photographer. And so, you know, maybe that's enough to carry the day. So that's what I put down. It was Cunningham. Okay, then.
1: Which, yeah, it definitely does not make me think, oh, of course, yes, that makes sense.
0: Yeah, so we're at two out of three for answers that I don't even recognize. Yeah. Mm. That, that I have no recognition of like, oh, yeah, that would make sense. Yep. I might not have ever gotten to it, but I would be like, sure, that, that uh, piece of the puzzle fits. Nope. Nope. Two out of three. No clue, no inkling.
1: Question four asks us for the two companies that enjoy more than 40% of the smartphone market.
0: Yeah, and I honestly would have figured that between the two of them it'd be higher if anything. Um, but of course there's a lot of global market that doesn't that isn't as subject to our um, you know, dominant companies I suppose. Um, I figured at least one of these though had to be Apple because they pioneered the smartphone. Um, they, you know, it makes sense that they would have a very large share of the market overall and then uh i figured samsung was likely to be the other one cuz they just put out a lot of different models of a lot of different phones that seemed to be very popular um and i was a little bit shocked that number 3 was nokia um and was that was last you know uh in one of the top 2 spots as of 2013 Um, not really knowing that they ever made smartphones or that they continue to. Um, and so I, given that that one was third, uh, and that I was almost certain Apple was one of the top ones. Um, the fact that Samsung seemed like it was in the right place in those rankings, um, gave me a little more confidence in putting it down. So I put Apple and Samsung. Sure. Sure.
1: Yeah. I I figured Apple had to be one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I know that. I, I just recently heard that they're making a big push into India, where they mm-hmm. have just a a pathetic uh, share of the market at this point. The, okay. the iPhone has just absolutely not penetrated India. Um, but I but I figured globally they've they've got more than that. So all right, well I'll go with Apple, for one. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then I just. The only smartphone I've had is an iPhone. <laughs> All I know is Apple. Uh, I know that Nokia used to be a big phone manufacturer. I didn't know whether they had, uh, you know, I, I guess since they're number three, they they still do smartphones, but I could not identify one. I oh have no! no idea. Yeah. Um, and I was mm. kind of at sea with what the the third one was, so I just sort of figured, okay, who? was big in cell phones before there were smartphones and Motorola was mm. big in smart fu- in phones before there were smartphones and I figured True. okay yeah maybe they make a lot of uh, maybe they make a lot of the android ones cuz my my initial thought was Google was uh, that, uh. that's what I first put into the into the, the answer space was Apple and Google and then but then I just thought since 2013 no I figure I think I don't think Google's been making a lot of smartphones for a decade Mm. Um, I feel like they've started making a lot, but uh, but not that long, so I had to eliminate them. And I just figured hey, Motorola, sure, yeah they they used to be big. I, as far as I know, they are still a going concern. Unlike your Blackberries, mm-hmm. uh, so sure, I'll say Apple and Motorola.
0: Uh, the correct answer was Apple and Samsung. Well done. Why? Thank you. Uh, question 5 asks us, essentially, what is the most frequently planted wine grape in Spain?
1: Uh, it gives us a... Uh, the, it gives us the, the English version of the name. Mm-hmm. And essentially, very early, or a diminutive form of very early, at least. Um, so that was the way I had to go about it, because I had no idea what this might be from the wine angle. Sure. So I figured, okay... Uh, diminutive in Spanish is often cito,
0: uh-huh.
1: uh, And then very early, early being, eh, I have no idea of this in and of itself, but I remember the word for breakfast is desayuno, I believe, mm. from my <laughs> two years of high school Spanish.
0: Mm. Uh,
1: so maybe desayuno refers to the earliness of breakfast. So maybe it's something like desacito. Mm. So we'll go with that. Decesito.
0: Yeah, this is yet another one that I thought surely, um, when I see this answer, I will recognize it. And I spent <laughs> the most time racking my brains over this one, mostly as a point of pride in the sense that food and drink questions are usually right up my alley, um, and so, uh it probably won't be scored as high as it perhaps should be for me because, um, you know, it's, it's food and drink. And so I ought to have a better, uh, ability to, um, to come across an answer like this. Uh, I had no idea. I I tried to think of different grape varieties I know of. The only ones I could think of were like associated with, you know, had French names or, um, or what have you and I finally thought, well, surely there's some famous tie into this. Um, and so I thought, well, the most famous wine I can think of literarily would be Amontillado. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought maybe that that referred to grapes that were Amontillas. Um, and I, I, I I also couldn't remember my high school Spanish. I took college Spanish too, for that matter, for a year. Um, for what early uh, was in Spanish, I could think of lots of other words that meant like quick or or something like that, um, but nothing that really um, fit the bill for early. And so um, I just, you know, for lack of anything else, after thinking. Well, great. I'll click on, you know, the submit button and be disgusted at how I couldn't think of like the simplest grape name in the Mm. world. Um, I put down Amontilla.
1: Reasonable. Yeah, it was Tempranillo. Okay. Which I'm fairly certain I've never seen those 11 letters in that order.
0: Nor I. I. I was very surprised that that would be, like, anybody who is coming at these um questions from just the the standpoint of a spanish speaker uh is in good shape yeah (laughs) um yeah i never never run across this one in my life so that's three out of the six today that are just like absolutely new to me which is unusual
1: yeah question six asks us uh, what was played by boris karloff as Imhotep? Christopher Lee as Karas, Arnold Vosloo as Imhotep, and Sophia Boutella as Amanet.
0: I mean, with all these Egyptian-sounding names uh, and the involvement of Boris Karloff and Christopher Lee, I had to think that these were monster movies featuring mummies. Um, And I was pretty sure, too, in particular, that Arnold Vosloo was the mummy in The Mummy with Brendan Fraser and... um, uh, uh, rachel Ice, and so that that really sort of clinched it that i thought could this be pharaohs i guess maybe but like i i didn't think boris karloff was just in a straight like historical you know for some values thereof like a 1932 historical film is only s- historical with air quotes around it mm-hmm. um but he was so well known for playing monsters christopher lee played in a lot of you know horror and monster movies too as i recall mm-hmm. um and i was pretty sure about uh 1999's the mummy being the reference for the third film mm-hmm. um so i put down mummies
1: uh yeah i as soon as i saw arnold boslow I, I was like oh yeah in imatep yeah this mm-hmm. was definitely the mummy yeah um the I have not seen the 2017 one. I think that was the Tom Cruise where they were trying to kind of make a Universal Monsters cinematic universe. And that one, like, failed so badly that... See, because you, you're like, Tom I'm Cruise is in a mummy baffled. movie? What? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I just, yeah. Speaking that's, of
0: things I haven't heard of.
1: That's how hard that franchise died. Woof. Um, and and it, I, I didn't see it either, but uh, from what I remember, it was kind of supposed to be sort of the more serious and still scary version uh, as opposed to the 1999 franchise that was much more uh, thriller yes but also comedy mm. tongue very much in cheek in a lot of it right uh, you know, thanks largely to john Hanna, who is awesome <laughs> does not get enough credit for being uh, one of the great uh, straight men sidekick types um, but yeah karloff uh, was the mummy. I've never seen the Christopher Lee version. Mm, I'm sure it's good. Right. It's Christopher Lee. <laughs> uh, but yeah, was just I, I don't know why Arnold Vosloo is stuck in my head so so hard, but he mm. was so good as that and has done so little else. His his career other than the mummy is just a ton of straight to DVD and straight to uh, straight to cable. Uh, B movies, but sure. he was so good. So yeah, I said mummy,
0: and that was the correct answer with mummies. mummies. So three out of six for me.
1: Two. Oof, got a big two. I think this day's gonna be hard.
0: Yeah, because
1: I, 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 I like to think that I know enough about most things that come up that I recognize them. Yeah, but these were just nothing.
0: Uh, yeah, quite, I I was quite shocked by, uh, that result of like, I, you know, it's perfectly reasonable that, for example, the fashion photographer thing is something that I didn't run across, like, or any one of these given things like, sure, I haven't studied up on the, the Spanish civil war. Um, and then the, you know, the Tempranillo thing, it's, I guess it's, um, trivia-worthy, it feels a little more edging towards minutiae? I mean, the most planted wine a, grape yeah, in Spain? It's a I don't know.
1: popular wine grape, I guess. That, there's you
0: know. not much there there, though. It's just kind of, well, here's the name. Sure. Okay. Um, But to have three of those packed into one day, I mean, I hope that means I'm going to beer the rest of the season because there's no, you know, no weird things that can just be included for uh for (laughs) little value to me i guess i don't know um but yeah i you know uh i i like i said at least i don't mind too much missing a food and drink question because it won't be the highest uh you know scored question i don't think Mm. the difficulty here is that i am playing someone who knows me Mm. or knew me we haven't spoken in quite a while but uh i think we're still on good terms Um, so it'll kind of depend on how much they suss out what I'm actually likely to have run across, I suppose.
1: Yeah. You're not a drinker, so. True. They may, they may, they may recognize that you wouldn't necessarily know wines.
0: Yeah. And in fact, I think my question history might reflect that as a less Mm -hmm. well-known, uh, side of my knowledge in that area. So, um, but I don't know if they'll go, go and check on that. So. Um, so yeah, hard to say. I mean, especially the photography question, if like me, they thought, well, I think I know one of these or I feel pretty good about one of these, but actually have the answer wrong, Mm. you know, that could switch things up a little bit. I guess I can hope so. I, you know, this is me looking for a a little glimmer of hope and a (laughs) three out of six, Mm. you know. Yeah. Kind of. uh Day that laid waste to me, as a trivia good, you know, person good at trivia. Yeah. So. Oh well. Thankfully, that's it for today. Uh, <laughs> tune in on Tuesday for more post game analysis. And okay. Intermitt- won't there be one tomorrow? Well, I guess there will, won't there?
1: We we both keep thinking this is Friday or the yeah, end of the week
0: or a yeah, holiday or something we, like that. We traded off thinking that today was. Yeah. Anyway. I guess you can tune in tomorrow for more post-game analysis. Or you could wait till Tuesday and just let a couple episodes build up. Uh (laughs) There will
1: only be one because we're not playing on Monday because it's Juneteenth.
0: Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that was... Oh, that's nice. Okay. See, I'm all mixed up. Mm -hmm. Don't listen to me at all. Just remember...
1: Don't forfeit.
0: Don't cheat.